now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome to another Sunday edition of Rod and Reel Radio. I am your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and we appreciate you tuning in tonight. Well, Stan, Wendy, and I, we're not here in the studios this evening. We are at the 37th edition of the Day at the Docks, and we're doing our magic there. Being there, there is no live report here tonight, so no live show, but we've gone out and we've recorded a number of interviews with some of the movers and shakers in the industry that we think you're going to enjoy listening to. So we invite you to sit back, relax, And start looking forward to two hours of great interviews with a lot of people you know in the industry here on Rod and Reel Radio. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back with you towards the end of the show. Hey, welcome back to Rod and Reel Radio. And, you know, we interviewed Captain Rob a few years ago when he was just coming out with a product. And it's had a couple of years to evolve, so... Let's bring on Captain Rob from uh, SoCal or SoCal Reels. SoCal Reels, Rob, that's exactly right. Captain Rob, how you doing, sir? Fine, fine. Man, I am looking at your array of reels over here, and the progression you've gone through is incredible. Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing since we interviewed you two years ago. Well, you know, basically what it came down to is that we're trying to produce a product that is affordable and durable to the average angler. Um, our biggest concern was early on in this endeavor was cost. And I see the competitors, and they're very expensive. A lot of guys can't afford that. And our goal was to bring a reel to the market that was affordable, durable, and had the highest grade materials that we could find in the world to make it perform. That includes carbon fiber from Germany from a brake manufacturer that makes racing brakes. That also includes a grade 5 nine ball bearings, highest grade that you can put in a reel. Um, we're using Cal Sheets grease, our neighbor here in San Diego, sure. excellent quality grease. Uh, titanium alloy strike plates. They don't warp when they get hot. They stay nice and flat against that disc. Uh, we thought about everything, including lightening up the handle, hollowing it out so you can hang your jigs from it. You know, I'm a meat hunter. I fish all the time. I run a sport boat out of San Diego. And at the end of the day, it's all about bringing home fillets. And so we've tried to maximize the angler's ability to do that and be affordable. 
All right, Captain Broad, uh, let's just start off with the construction of the reel and start with the body itself. Uh, the, bo- the body is uh, aircraft T6 aluminum. Okay. Uh, it's milled, and, and, you know, I started out with 11 different CNC machine operators sending me samples. Uh, once I narrowed it down to three, uh, got the best one out of those, and it turns out that company actually produces CNC machines, and they have a production plant. So it was kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, I went to Germany for the carbon fiber, as I told you earlier, uh, Japan for the bearings, Cal sheets for the grease. Titanium alloy comes out of South Africa. Okay. It's hard to get here in the United States because it goes to the defense industry. Yeah, it's there's that and uh, Russia, if you want to buy it from Russia, but South Africa South sounds, Af- sounds better. Yeah, and I understand, you know, our defense industry is, you know, we have the best military in the world, and uh, and they need that material, and hopefully it's going to be a bunker buster for one of them over there at ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you were telling me a little bit about that, and my head was spinning because of the fact that I'm no authority on drags, but... You have put a lot of effort and work into the drags and the uh, the SoCal reels here. Uh, educate us a little bit on why the drags are are so good. Well, you know, the one thing I saw fishing for the past 12 years uh, running a boat out of San Diego, guys who burn their reels up, they, you know, I'll get on the radio, on the horn and say, look, guys, we got 90, 120-pound bluefin underneath this paddy. You know, I can scan them. I can tell what they are. And I'll say, bring out your heavier gear. Well, we all like to bring out a small one and see if we can slay that. I mean, that's the ultimate in angling. I love it. Yeah. And I want to go that route. So, But the reels that were small only had rated drags of maybe 19, 22, or 28 pounds max in drag. Well, you get bit. If you're running 65-pound braid and you have a 60-pound fluorocarbon top shot, you get bit by that tuna, you're going to max out to 30 pounds drag, if you can, to stop them. That's what's burning up reels. We're seeing it. The frames are twisting. They're twerking. The bearings start to run on their edges. They're scuffing. So we decided to over-engineer the drag. So I know you're never going to use, like an example, my 10 Narrow has 66 pounds of drag available, max. Wow. But I know you're going to be in the 10, 20, 30-pound range, which means you're not stressing my product which means it lasts longer. I haven't replaced, in two and a half years, a single drag. Not one. That's it. So I'm trying to get a product that lasts long. Do I recommend every reel, no matter what manufacturer, be serviced every year? Yes. We're looking for durability. So I'm looking for the meat hunters who want to have something that's not outrageously expensive, but can pull on fish every day and be rebuildable by the angler himself. You don't need a bearing press. There's Eclipse holding in the bearings. You can rebuild these wheels. They don't look like a Swiss watch. Now tell us a little bit about the different models that you offer, the categories. I know there's a lot of different models here, but kind of, you know, break it down easily for us to understand. All right. Well, we're ramping up model selection uh, for due to the, what anglers are looking for. Uh, we were a sponsor at the Bisbee Tournament. Uh, we needed to bring out some bigger reels. Um, we have 50 W's now. We have 30 W's. Uh, so we're bringing out an 18 W, a 15 W. That These are all heavy-duty offshore reels. Not really suited for our style of fishing off Southern Cal, uh, where we do stand-up and, and uh, you know lighter, yeah. lighter rigs. But down in Cabo, they really need the bigger stuff for the line capacity. So we're coming out with this new line. In fact, Picante 
fishing, uh, Picante Sport Fishing out of Cabo has been kind enough, the owner Phil has been kind enough to offer us a chance to demo some reels with him. Um, and we're going to be doing that actually right after this show. We're shipping some reels down to him to have him do our final test. We, we fish everything for a year before we release it to the market. All right. Well, tell us, you know, we're always worried about, especially when an, you know, a relatively new product comes on the market or what we perceive as a new product. What's the warranty behind it? So tell us a little bit about how you stand behind this that's, product. That's important. And because we're a new company, we have to give a no-questions-asked warranty. And that's what we provide. I don't care what the problem is. If I can't rebuild it or have it rebuilt within five days, you're getting a new reel. Okay. Simple as that. You know, I don't want to see anyone with major abuse like they threw it against the wall and expect us to replace it. But normal use of our product and if something goes wrong, we're going to give you a new reel or rebuild yours within five days. Wow. Now, you brought a big smile onto my face because you reached down here and you picked up a reel that the body of it is probably the size of a Corrado 200. Right. And take it from there. Well, you know, I throw a lot of iron. You get a lot of the clients on the back of the boat are fishing and baiting and stuff. And while they're doing that, I'll go to the bow. And I love to throw. I, I grew up throwing iron. And matter of fact, the way with my buddies and my friends, you were an, an insane fisherman if you always used iron and caught fish. Sure. And that was the highliner for us. And so I've taken that experience in my life and developed a narrow, tall spool with a 6.8 to 1 ratio, single speed. Really fast. Cranks in the line like crazy. And... We all know the guy with the fastest jig on a bomb for Wahoo gets bit first. We all know the guy with the yo-yo going up fast as possible gets bit. And I've tried to make it easier for anglers now to work that iron or work that surface or work that uh, bomb where you're not just spinning your arm like crazy. You can now get a good retrieve at a reasonable rate on your arm. We're all getting older, and we need to save those elbows. That's old guys. Well, you got to... You got a handle on that that won't quit. Tell us about that's, that handle. That's the power handle that we use, and it's offset by nine degrees, so there's no knuckle busting. When you're really cranking on that, and I understand some guys are going to be going faster than others, you don't want your knuckles hitting. That's and right. so I've got a nine degree offset. I also offer the reels with a rubber handle. We don't charge extra for the rubber handle. Uh, it's the same cost. You either get a metal power handle or a rubber rubber power handle. Either way, same cost. All right. Captain Rob, tell us, uh, you know, uh, again, we're only talking about you being in the market for a few years, but some of the success stories that you've heard about on what's been caught on your products. Well, we're, we're getting posts like crazy now. Um, we just got a post of a giant sturgeon that was caught up in the Delta area on one of our small little reels. Uh, we've got tuna being posted all on our way, on our our, um, our Facebook page, and we've posted some on our web, web page. Every day, we get something sent to us. And tell you the truth, I can't post them all. Yeah. But but we're getting we're getting a lot of beautiful shots from anglers from Key West, Venice, Louisiana, the Delta area, Cabo, etc. And and every about every uh, week and a half, I'll post one up. All right. No dealer can carry every reel that you have. But if people want to find out more about your reels. Find out the different models that are available, the color combinations. Where can they go to Squid, get this information? Squidco, Joe uh, that owns Squidco was kind enough right when we started to take some of our product. Uh, very gracious of him. So you can see him at Squidco. 
Uh, Ken's up in Oceanside, test, Oceanside tested a reel. I'm not sure what happened yet. We've been doing shows for the past eight weeks. We've been nonstop, so I'm actually going to go talk to Ken and find out if we can start getting our product up okay. in there. We're up in Central Valley. We have tackle stores there. We're in Key West, Venice, Louisiana. We're breaking in as we go. What we've noticed is that when anglers go to the stores and ask for our product, the tackle stores call us, and then it comes a lot easier. Cold calling tackle stores is difficult. It is. It's very, very competitive. But, you know, you have the good news stories. You've got the fishermen out there using it. Nothing beats success. Right, exactly. And we're going to let that groundswell run. We're, you know, we're not going to Shark Tank to fund this operation. We're doing it ourselves. And we're locals, and we're being conservative, methodical, and we're going to give everyone 100% customer service, bottom line. All right. People, you have a website where people can go to to see the different products and uh, yes. get an idea of what to ask for. Not all the demos are on there. We have them at here at the show to let anglers look at them because I want to hear what the, ang- the end user wants. So we let them look at some demos, some prototypes. Then we go into full production after we listen to the angler. Uh, but they can go to www socalreels.com or you can go to our Facebook page uh, Socal Reels and uh, we will be revamping our webpage actually right after this show All right. so uh, we're, we're coming out with more exciting models, colors, etc uh, our main color though is silver with cobalt blue spools and you mentioned about tackle stores, some of the tackle stores told us don't come at us with seven different variations of colors for one right. model and i understand that so we're going to stick with silver and a blue spool for right, All now. right but we'll have a couple little different colors captain rob from socal reels man i am excited to see this product another product in the market all usa made which is nope. great no nope. i actually no it's not i have to source out okay. japan's a bearings all right I'm carbon fiber germany titanium from south africa you know it's a global market these days and, uh, and I certainly understand if someone says, you know, I don't want to buy anything unless it's made 100% in America. I can't give that price yet. Yeah, and you can't, you can't do that, but you put all the parts together. We, we, yeah, we, we do that. And, and and, but I don't say they're, they're made. They're I don't say here. that. You know, well, technically we can say made in America, but I don't. I'm upfront about what we're doing here. Uh, we've had one guy complain that it wasn't made in the USA, but he had an iPhone. Which is made in China, sure. so I was a little bit like, okay. And the uh, shoes that he's wearing. Well, and the you pants never and the know. And, and, and everything. It, it's a global market now. All right, Captain Rob, always appreciate speaking with you. Good luck with this. And you know what? I'm going to have to talk to you about putting some of these in Angler's Arsenal. <laughs> you take care. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you kindly. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford 
knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has a new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag, Quantum Fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619 466 8355. This segment of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio. I, <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. And welcome back. And we are with Mr. Captain Chuck Taft, I should say, from Sea Adventure Sports Fishing. Captain Chuck, welcome to the show, sir. Oh, it's good to be here. How's you doing? How's everybody? Everyone is doing well, and like almost everybody that is a fisherman, we are waiting with eager anticipation on what's going to be happening, what's going to be biting come this season. I don't know. I know, though, you've seen some signs out there, and you have some information that maybe we can hang our hats on. Well, I know that there's bluefin around right now. There's blue bluefin outside the 43. There's some fish down below the 60, and there were some fish caught uh, down at Colinette. Uh, two weeks ago, and there's yellowtail up and down the coast. There's 
Hotel at San Nick, Santa Barbara, Catalina, and San Clemente. And we will be fishing Catalina and San Clemente with the Sea Adventure 2 because we took it up to Pier Point Landing and we're running da- daily trips up there to fish the Yelltail and Sea Bass up there. Okay, so for the legend at Pier Point Landing, those are going to be daily or are they going to be day and a half or just uh, overnight trips or what? Uh, it's going to be the Sea Adventure 2 that's up sea there. Sea Adventure, I'm sorry about that. Right, sir. well, I got so many boats, it's hard to keep track I, of them. I'm glad you can, I have a hard time. But anyway, it's going to be overnight trips fishing there and. We'll fish either Catalina, Santa Barbara, or San Clemente Island, wherever the bite's the best. All right. You know, uh, I've been looking at the reports on the yellowtail that have been coming in so far. It seemed like in the past few years we were getting a lot of smaller yellowtail, but this great yellowtail that's in here right now is great. Were they the the yellowtail that just stayed around? uh, Is the food supply so good that they've gotten larger? What's the story, do you think? I think it's a combined of everything. I think there's red crabs up and down the coast. There's red crabs everywhere. And there's a lot of anchovy around right now. And I think, you know, the feed supply is good. And I think the fish have grown. And I don't think a lot of the fish have left. I mean, when they have fish as far up north as they do, and we have fish all the way down and below Ensenada and everything else, there's just a big, big area of fish right now. So... It's you're going to find days where the fish are going to bite in San Diego. You have days when the fish are going to bite up in Northern California and up at Catalina and Santa Barbara, due to the weather conditions, currents, and stuff. I mean, when the fronts go through, the areas where the front goes through will shut them down for a day. But there's so much fish, I don't think it's going to get pushed out of anywhere. I think everybody's in looking for a better year than we had last year. Boy, that's that's hard to say because. We had a great year last year, and everyone was, you know, working at max, and you were going out with max loads, and it uh, it was just phenomenal. Yeah, it was really, really good, and, you know, I mean, to say that it's going to be better, I think what's going to happen is the water down below where the long-range guys are fishing are still 78 degrees, 80 degrees when it should be down to 70 degrees so it's everything six to eight degrees warmer already and they say the El Nino's over but with the water temperatures the way they are and the fish all the way up in northern California and stuff I mean they caught bluefin and Monterey up in Oregon this year yeah I mean stuff that they've never seen before now Hell, Chuck- rumors got you catch a lot of wahoo down yeah. here well that's what next thing I was going to get to it is still the buzz around the docks of I don't know if you want to call a historical, memorable trip that you ran, and you ran into some Wahoo. Just tell us briefly about that trip. Well, that trip was a trip of a lifetime. Never to this day has there been 29 Wahoo caught in a three-quarter day range, what we did. And for what we did, it was just unbelievable. Set off to go out and catch a Wahoo for my son. He ended up catching his limit and handed four or five others off. Everybody in the boat caught fish. We had 10 guys catch 29 wahoo. Smallest one was 42, and the biggest one was 84. So, you know, to have something like that is just what, unheard of. What tipped you off, though, to that bite? Because you just don't go, well, it's a Saturday. We don't have much happening on the boat. Let's just take a bunch of guys, go out, and see if we can catch wahoo. There had to have been something that tipped you off. Well, I knew that there had been a few fish outside the islands on the nine and stuff, but... 
nobody just went and did what I wanted to do. I wanted to go look at the islands, look at the ridges and the high spots because when the guys are down below fishing and stuff, that's where they catch the fish. And we took off and we started. It was gray, gray light. And the first ridge I went across, the sonar went off, we got bit. And we found fish at three or four different places around the islands. And I mean, we were close enough that you could have been anchored up fishing yellowtail where we were fishing. Yeah, gosh. So kind of a matter of being at the right place at the right time. And not only though, you must have had some type of idea that you would be getting into Wahoo because you've got a rig up special for that. And tell us a little bit about how you were rigging up for these fish. Well, we went out just fishing for the water. Okay. That's all we wanted to go do. And everybody had bombs tied on. Everybody had irons tied on. Everything was wired up. We had bait hooks with wire on them. You know, and there's not many people that have ever tried to do what we did. I mean, we got bit. We chummed them up like it was an albacore or tuna stop. Fish came right to the corner. They went shining through the corner. They bit the bait. They bit the iron. And they bit the mom. So, you know, and after we did that, and I, the story came out and the word came out, there was yachts and stuff catching two, three of them at a time doing what we did oh, afterwards. No oh, because right. nobody had even tried what we did. You know, everybody... You talk to different guys around their boats. If they got a jig strike on one, they wouldn't even let anybody else put a line in the water or anything else because they didn't want to take a chance of getting the fish cut off or anything. And all we wanted to do is see how many we could hook. I mean, there was four times we had seven or eight Wahoo hanging on the boat. Okay, well, right now at H&M Landing, you have the Legend, the Jig Strike, and the Alicia there. Tell us a little bit about what their schedules are going to be for the next few months. Well, the... The two little boats are going to be running private charters and stuff, three-quarter day and stuff, fishing the Coronado Islands. And then the Legend will be running overnight trips and day-and-a-half trips down at H&M. And the, the Sea Adventure will be running out of Pierpoint Landing up in Long Beach. And when do you expect that the Sea Adventure will be coming on back to San Diego? In June. In yeah. June. In and, June. And for, then when that comes back, that will also be charters? or will be, be charters and open party both. All right. You know, it's going to be a great season. Needless to say, when we were speaking with uh, Frank Rossetti here uh, uh, just a few hours ago, we were complimenting H&M Landing on not only the quality of the skippers, but the quality of the boats that are there at H&M Landing compared to, you know, just a, you know, a few short years ago. And, Chuck, you have to be leading the way with what you're always doing, tinkering around your boats to make sure that you've got the most latest state-of-the-art equipment and amenities for the fishermen to give everyone the best possible chance they can to go out and get fish. We try to do the best we can with it. I mean, we were the first guys to put satellite TV on the boat and big flat screen TV so they could watch all their sports channels and stuff. You know, we did modernized all the fish holes, air-conditioned all the boats for people. You know, fixed everything as nicely as you can to fit the people and make the people happy and comfortable. Yeah, it used to be those type of amenities. Maybe you'd find on a long-range boat, you'd have to go out for a couple of weeks or anything like that. And now you can get state-of-the-art almost hotel accommodations by just going out at an overnight, day-and-a-half, two-and-a-half-day boat and find it with boats like the Legend and the Sea Adventure too. Yeah, it's really been nice. It's it's changed the way a lot of boats have. I mean, when we first put the TVs on, there was nobody who did it. Now people in the whole fleet have followed. You know, I mean, which is good. It's 
good competition is the best thing you could ever have in any industry or any kind of business because it forces everybody to step up to the plate and be competitive. So it's really worked out good with what we have done with the boats. Well, what I like about the Legend of Sea Adventure 2, you know, sometimes the arthritis gets to me and I, you know, I just feel like I can hardly get out of bed. And what you have done is you've extended fishing for old guys like me because of the comfort that, you know, at one time we just have to hang them up. Now, the way the decks are, the way the galleys are, the way you've, you know, really uh, modernized even the uh, uh, the suites and everything on the boat, uh, you have extended our ability to go fish. Well, that's, that's a great thing about it. I mean, the only reason I keep doing what I'm doing is I love the people that I've grown up with and all you old guys that have been around and fished with me for years, it's what keeps me going. And it, I wish there was more younger people getting involved. We're trying to push people to do it. But it's a pretty rich man's sport to go fishing for a lot of this stuff. So, you know, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. And, I, you know, as old as I am, I still run the boat 90% of the time. You know, but you've got to look at You go on, on an overnight uh, day and a half. And what the cost is to go out on that trip compared to where it is to go out on, a, on an overnight uh, stay in Las Vegas or to go anywhere else, you're offering one heck of a value, and it's value with benefits. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to realize what the people get to go do here and the quality of fish that they take home, people don't realize that the quality of the fish they take home, the fish holes and the RSW systems and the blast freezers that we put on the boats, I mean... At least where they go out and go fishing, they're coming home with such quality of product that they can't even go buy at the fish markets or anything else. So they get a real bang for their buck as far as that goes. So, you know, it's a really good thing. And I, like you said, you can't go play around a round of golf or what it costs to go on a day-and-a-half right. trip or go stay in a hotel. So, I mean, there's a lot of benefits for doing this, and it's a lot of pleasure for people. Well, not only that... Even if you go on out and you're unfortunate that you may not catch anything, just the adventure of the hunt and being out there in the open and even seeing all the sea life out there and everything like that, it, it, it's a trip. And sometimes catching fish is just icing on the cake. Yeah, but I would say 95% of the time we you catch wanna, fish. <laughs> As a skipper, you want to see everyone get into Oh, yeah, fish. we ain't getting involved, if, you know, for going out for boat rides all right we're going fishing we're going out to try to kill for the thrill captain chuck taft sea adventure sports fishing captain chuck people want to come and see the boats that you offer at sea adventure sports fishing whether it be the legend the sea adventure 2 the alicia the jig strike see what the schedules are get an idea what the amenities are on the boat schedules how it fits in to their schedule, their vacation schedule, whatever it is, how's the best way to go about doing that? You know, if you're down in Point Loma, we're down there doing boat work every day and stuff. Feel free to come by the boat. We'll be happy to walk you through the boat, show you the boats, show you the bunk rooms, show you the galleys and everything. So you have an idea what you're looking at before you book, and that makes it easier for anybody that's new. We would love to see you down there. We have Day of the Docks coming up. Anytime anybody's down that area and they'd like to come down and look at one of the boats, feel free to walk down and ask to go through the boat. Their crew will welcome you with open arms to show you the boat. And then H&M Landing, they have uh, the, the Legend and the Sea Adventure 2, the Jig Strike, the Alicia, on their site too so that you can uh, see what the schedules are in real time. And if 
if you need to book then, you can book then. So, Yeah, I mean, you can online book or anything you want. All right. Well, Captain Chuck Taft, we're going to have a great season. I hope we can stay in contact with you during the year, especially if you have another one of these Wahoo trips coming on up. Man, we want to hear about it because that was exciting. It was pretty exciting. I've never seen nothing like it. All right. Captain Chuck Taft, Sea Adventure Sports Fishing out of H&M Landing. You can get a hold of them at 619-222-1144. Hey, we'll be back after these messages. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovet reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. My Angler H2O. I will scent my lure with pride. And hope my boss doesn't notice the tan. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed sunken boats and outlast the hard-fighting largemouth bass. I will save water at home for better fishing out here. And always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, John, Wendy, and Stan, always such a pleasure to be on Rod and Reel Radio. Thank you so very much for having me on. And, of course, all you folks listening, it is always great to be with you. I guess I should start by thanking everybody who came by our booth here at the great day at the dock celebration. Catherine Miller has done it again. A beautiful celebration today. And so many folks came by from our Spanish radio show, from our English language podcast, from our websites, our social media, to say hello. And it was great to see each and every one of you. If you're driving home on the freeway right now, please be safe. And once again, for Tatiana and myself and Joaquin and 
Robin and Will and Scott and everybody who was down here at Day at the Docks hanging out in our booth. It was really great to meet you, and I can't thank you enough for stopping by. Let me start out before we get into the sport fishing information with something that's really important, and I mean really important to me, and that is that Ken Frankie and SAC and PFO and Aventuras a la Libre are coming together to do some good across the border down Mexico way. We're going to start with a very special celebration, May 1st, down there, of course, at the Rosarito Beach Pier. And the entire Rosarito public has been invited to this event. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go down south of the border. We're going to go to Rosarito Beach course we'll be hanging out at the hotel down there which we love so much taking a bunch of volunteers down first of all we're going to have casting practice so we'll teach the kids how to cast we're going to have a knot tying demonstration so the kids will be able to learn how to tie knots there's going to of course be after the instructions some fishing i mean come on we've got to do some fishing Probably some surf fishing, some pier fishing, definitely a possibility. And also we're going to have an educational segment to all of this, and that will be principally about educating the kids about that small dolphin called La Vaquita that's over in the Gulf of California, and it's in real danger of becoming extinct. So we want to talk to the kids about La Vaquita. We've got a full-blown poster that the kids can get a photo with in front of, and they get to learn something about nature. They get to learn how they can play a part in protecting species, and they get to learn that being a fisherman on either side of the border means being a good steward of the sea and ken frankie is helping us make this all possible with sack that means all those sport fishing boats that you saw down in san diego the vast majority that you saw and up and down the coast are helping across the border and that means an awful lot to us and we're also going to have a huge barbecue we're going to provide all the food with sack and friends Rallo's also chipping in on this but we're all getting together and really looking forward to a great time may 1st down in rosarito beach gonna be a great time and my deepest thanks and appreciation to ken and sac the sport fishing association of california for making that happen let's get into some fishing info and that bluefin tuna i've got to tell you the other day the pacific queen was faced with this dilemma you know they've been going out to the 60 mile bank and getting limits of bluefin tuna the queen has been red hot this year i mean hot 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 and they've been fishing down there at Collinette, and it's been limits of great big yellows down there all winter long, and then into the springtime, and then out to the 60. And so have several other boats. You know, the Top Gun, Bobby Tab made that whole bluefin thing a reality by going out there. And, uh, you know, there's several guys. But the Queen the other night had this dilemma. You know, they wanted to go out to the 60, where they've been getting their two fish limits on a regular basis. But, man, this wind came up, and it got nasty. And they said, you know what? We're going to make lemonade out of lemons here. We're going to go down the Baja coast and start poking our nose around, see what we can find. Well, they get down the Baja coast, staying tighter to the coast, thinking that there's going to be less wind. And they find big, giant schools of bluefin tuna, but not only big, giant schools, big, giant bluefin. 
You know, I don't know what it is with these BFT this year, but the fish on the coast have been so much bigger than the fish outside. I mean, you look at what's going on up there on the boat San Diego and the half-day boats out of Sea Force Sport Fishing in San Diego. They've had some giant tuna to 80 pounds, and the queen ran into that 50 to 80-pound grade fish. And, man, you talk about one door closing and another one opening. Those fish on the 6th, they've principally been 15 to 25-pounders, and here they make this turn and go down the beach and find that big grade of bluefin. 37, 50 to 80 pound BFT on the queen. How can you beat that? And how about three yellowfin tuna in the same size class? Big giant YFT. And the water, definitely too cool for yellowfin tuna right now. But they're here, and that is an indication to me that we're going to have a banner season on tuna yellowfin bluefin man it is going to get good and really get good it's already good so you are aware of the size of these fish you definitely want to tackle up and be ready for these fish now the san diego three-quarter day boat out of san diego out of seaforth they had a recent go around with yellows and a bunch of barracuda more of a traditional springtime bite that's a good sign i like what's going on there san clemente island some yellows out there in that neck of the woods also bite the yo-yo and surface iron bite in the fly line bait also, you're not quite sure what kind of bait you're going to get at most landings right now. It could be sardine, and it could be anchovy. So you definitely need some lighter tackle, like 15-pound, and smaller hooks, like twos and four-size hooks. In case you have the chovy, it will help you to get a bite. I'll guarantee you that. Clementi mix size on the yellow, some very small, a few bigger. And same thing, mostly going on at Catalina. However, most of those yellows are smaller, real small fish. Anywhere from three to seven pounds on the yellows at Catalina Island. A lot of bonita over there. The bonita bites been good, and the guys that want to fish rockfish have also been doing pretty doggone good in that neck of the woods. You know, those new deception lures, Ahi Promar is making a lure called the deception lure that I love. I mean, it works great offshore. It works great inshore. It works great surf fishing. I use the one-ounce anchovy style and man i i put the wood to joaquin espinosa the other night beat him four to zero because the wind was coming off the ocean so fierce he was using a lucky craft and he couldn't get any casting distance but with that ahi promar lure i could throw right into the wind get distance and start hanging yellowfin croaker and you know the halibut will bite him and everything else i love those things they're looking good speaking of the surf we're going to get some good weather right now in fact we're looking at a full moon on the 21st that means white sea bass could get into the mix water's a little warm for that and we haven't seen a ton of it but i think we'll see some here moving up on the 21st and bluefin tuna also have a penchant for biting on the full moon so keep your eyes on that and surf fishing is going to get much better also because the wind is a thing of the past look at this gorgeous day here at day of the docks in san diego it doesn't get any more lovely and the next several days 72 hours at least we're gonna have beautiful weather no wind at all the water temperature should come up and we should see yellowfin croaker corvina more halibut starting to bite it should be good on the surf and that's going to translate into some good fishing for bluefin again i just mentioned that but i want to reiterate water temperatures should rise with the lack of wind the full moon bft love to bite on it I would definitely be keeping my eye on that. Speaking of surf fishing, we have the Surf Fishing Showdown 
up there at Big Fish Bait and Tackle in the beautiful city of Seal Beach. It's May 7th. You check in at 4 a.m. in the morning. I'll be there with a bunch of great folks who are working with us with your coffee and donuts. 20 bucks gets you in. We hand you a bag with a Lucky Crab lure in it that's worth 20 and a bunch of other stuff and a raffle ticket later on that you can use to win some magnificent prizes. And all of the funds go. They all go to support the military. We take the guys from Camp Pendleton and their, the guys and gals from Pendleton and their kids, as well as other servicemen, out for a day's fishing. We pay for it all, fishing licenses, food, and everything else. If we collect more money, we're going to charter another boat. We'll be on the 095 again this year. All the money goes to the military. We time this thing during a grunion run. Surf fishing should be great. High tide at 10 a.m. in the morning. Perfect. You'll be able to fish anywhere you like as long as you're back at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And if that's not enough for your 20 bucks, you get an incredible barbecue. Deborah Felix from Gardena, California is cooking up a real masterpiece for all of you. More than anything, it's a party. More than anything, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see a Big fish bait and tackle in Seal Beach. You can drop in, drop a $20 bill on them if you like, or you can go to pforadio.com slash store and pay online. John, Wendy, Stan, always a pleasure to be on Rod and Reel Radio. I can't thank you enough for making me part of it. And to all of you who drop by here a day at the docks, thanks from the bottom of my heart. It's always great to see you each and every one of you, and drive home safe. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon, and looking forward to seeing you at the Surf Fishing Showdown. Well, welcome back to Ron Real Radio here, and I am with one of the favorite skippers out here for a long time on the West Coast. He was uh, laid up a little bit, had, had some surgery, but he's back as mean and as better ever Captain Ron Baker. Ron, how you doing? I'm doing great, John. I'm doing really good. I had both hips replaced. It's been a year and a half on the left one and a year on the right one, but I fish both seasons. I got the fish between them, you know, and I'm looking forward. I'm going to start running this next week, and time to rock and roll. Let's go. You know, but while you were down, you weren't letting any moss grow on your north side because you were still running your kids' uh, events, and, man, they were as successful as ever. Yeah, well, I yeah, I just did Lake Poway. That was our 21st year there. Yeah. That's quite a, it was a wonderful tournament, and I got Crystal Pier coming up in July 23rd, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I ran. I did my left hip. I let it heal for three months, and then I got back on the boat. I fished that season, and after the season, I did my right hip. And then I same thing. I, I fished last year, and then it's all good. Well, Captain Ron, now tell us what you're going to be getting back into now. Well, I've had a lot of requests to go back looking for that halibut again. Now, last year I did a 7-to-5 local three-quarter run, but there was all that big yellowtail around. Yeah. And it was easy to catch because we, we could the rent rods could catch them on dropper loops when we were fishing down at Imperial Beach. So it was like, and they were all nice big fish. They were big fish. You know, we would... We'd go down there, we'd fish. We'd catch a couple of halibut every day, but I didn't really have the time to put in for fishing halibut. If you're fishing halibut, you got to fish them. You just can't make one drift and say, oh, they're not here. you got to stay at it. Yeah, because most of us, when we go for halibut, they're kind of an incidental catch, and we yeah. might be after sand bass or whatever it is, yeah. and we go, oh, there's a halibut. Yeah, well, that was a trick the couple of years that we caught them. We had a lot of sculpin, a lot of browns, a lot of rockfish, a lot of sand bass with it. You know, and then we'd catch five or six or eight or ten. I think my best day was 
I think we had 30 fish one day, 30 halibut. That's Wow, and not only that, you had really one lunker come in, did we you We had not? a lot of lunkers. We had a lot of fish over 30. I think we had one that was like 43 or something. Nice that big is one. an incredibly large yeah, fish think, for out here. Yeah, we caught. I think we caught like 352 that first year in fact i won an award for the most halibut on the coast and i i thought wow. you know that that is a prestigious award oh considering are you kidding me catch a catch a halibut. people fish a lifetime and don't catch a halibut so if you want to catch a halibut come on we're gonna i'm gonna go after them and they're there there there's a lot of halibut all up and down the coast right now from santa barbara south and there's a lot of halibut around so and now that you're on two good wheels man you're gonna come back meaner than ever well i don't know about meaner i got a good crew that does all that but <laughs> I can still run the boat. I can still park it and still get out there and catch them. That's important. I still have fun doing it. Tell us a little bit about the boat and the landing you're going to be on. Well, I'm on the Point Loma. I've been on that boat for eight years. We hauled it out, went through Coast Guard, did a bunch of work. To the, I had a little engine problem at the end of the season last year. We got that all squared away. Boat's in top shape. In fact, the boat's going to run tomorrow. I'm going to be at the Fred All Show. I'm giving us seminars. You know, last year was a crazy year. There was a lot of tuna. Oh, my God. Everybody oh, yeah. caught tuna. But there was about a two-week stretch where we had no sardines. And, you know, there's a whole generation of people that don't know how to fish an anchovy. You're right. So I'm giving seminars here today, little tricks on how to fish a tovey, how to handle them, how to hook them, where to put them. My choice for fishing tuna is anchovies. They're the best. But a lot of people don't know how to fish them. So we're talking about gear, line, hooks, where to hook them. Kamigatsu came out with some really neat hooks. Have you seen those new little petite little ringed hooks? Oh, yeah. The, oh, the thin the wire. Light wire. Light bait. Light hook. bait ring hooks. Oh, my God. Those rings are so small. I mean, that would that would be a must for a guy that wants to learn how to fish anchovies. Because the more petite you can get your gear, the more you're going to catch. Anchovies are probably the most finesse bait we have. If you don't hold them right, you end up with a handful of scales and a bait's dead. There's a lot of tricks. So I'm giving a seminar here at the show about it. Well, just give us uh, just a couple examples uh, because a lot of people that are listening right now may not be able to make your seminar. But you use that Gamakatsu light wire uh, ring hook and and just how how do you how do you hook that up to best catch halibut? Well, I would use I would fish them with a little bit of with, with a fluorocarbon on the end of, of spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I would use a Palomar knot, or I would use some kind of your favorite go-to knot. It doesn't matter. But the knot should be small. You, you want to make everything petite. I wouldn't drop down on pound test. I say I see guys come out, well, I'm going to fish an anchovy with 12 pounds. Well, that's really not the best way to go on a party boat because your mortality rate goes way up. You lose them. Yeah. So learn how to, learn how to cast them. The cast is a float cast. Where do you, if, you don't, if you can't cast them... Go to the windward side and just put them in the water and let them swim away. Or go to the bow. Hook your bait, collar hook them, hook them down deep by that bottom pectoral fin on the bottom. Okay. And that makes them swim down. All right. And if you go up the off side of the boat, let's say you're drifting with the wind coming over the starboard side and everybody's lined up over there. The old story, fish with the wind in your face. One step to the left, one step to the left. Well, hook your bait and go up to the bow and using the boat as, say, 12 o'clock. Put your bait, underhand your bait out at the 10 o'clock, and then you can follow your bait around to 2 o'clock, and you'll probably get bit because most of the time fish are boiling in the bow because sport boats drift stern first. I see. And we always chum on the downwind corners. So mm-hmm. The reason we do that, that way the bait goes underneath the boat. Lots of times it pops out in the bow. So that's All the right. play. If you have an anchovy, put it, fish the bow. Don't be afraid. But 
you got to finesse. You got to make sure you don't end up with a handful of scales. Make sure that bait is live. And the one that's hard to catch, that's the one you want to catch. That's the one to go after. Well, Captain Ron, people want to find out more about the schedule that you are uh, running on the Point Loma, the uh, you know the landing that you're running out of. How's the best way to stay in contact well, with you? Well, just go on the website, Point Loma Sport Fishing. There's a schedule there. It'll say what I'm doing, what I'm running. Like last year, we ran a 5:30 limited load tuna trip all summer, and that was very popular. We had oh, a man, lot of yeah. tuna, a lot of a lot of big dorado too last year. I hope that stuff comes back. And what do you what do you think about all that wahoo we had? Wasn't that well, great? Well, we just talked with uh, uh, Captain Chuck Taft where he ran that one trip out to the oh, Coronado where they had Chuck got him. Amazing, amazing. You know, but he was saying there was also a lot of private boaters that went out there, and a lot of people didn't go out there just target. Wahoo, his trip was targeting yeah, Wahoo. It's like when you go after halibut, you can catch an incidental halibut, but when you go out and you're purposely targeting yeah. them, that's when your chances are yeah. coming back with yeah. a good catch. You know what You know what the real trick to this fishing is? Well, man, tell me, because I've been trying to figure it out for 67 years, Ronnie. Figure out where not to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, if you keep your, water, your boat over good water, good conditions, good yep. color, good temperature, good all that... That increases your chances, and if you're fishing for halibut, it's you got to find the bait. There's a whole bunch of stuff, and we got all the electronics to do that. So, try to stay over good water. That's the figure right. out where not to be. That's the <laughs> trick. Captain Ron Baker, thanks a lot for being with us. I can't tell you how good it is to see you walking around without pain, and now oh, knowing no. that you're going to be able to get aboard the boat, take yeah. us out fishing, oh. and that you're feeling good too. Well, I've been fishing, and it's great. I made a wonderful trip at Christmas. Took a vacation. Went up north, got to see all my old commercial fishing guys. Oh, know? my, yeah. I went all the way up to Coos Bay, Oregon, looking up all my old buddies, and that is like the ultimate bucket list, you know. Well, you're known up and down the coast, yeah. not only for your fishing, but <laughs> ferrying boats back and forth. I've my done, gosh. I've done that. Yep. Well, Captain Ron, thanks a lot for being with thanks, us. John. We look forward to checking in with you yeah. later in the season to see I, how you're doing. I can do that. I'll come in and do a show one night. All right. Let's hey, do it. That's great. Yep. Hey, this is Hop Along. We'll be back with more from Ron Real Radio. Thank you. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at El Cajon Ford. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at 
www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. My Angler H2O. I will never use that fakey fluorescent pink bait or drag my hula popper through the mud. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed stumps, rocks, and submerged station wagons and outsmart the ravenous river otter. I will save water by taking shorter showers for higher lakes, and I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Hey, welcome back with us. And I've happened to run into, I don't know, it's, he's the godfather of fishing here throughout Southern California, member of the Hall of Fame. I don't know what I can say more about this guy. I met him in 1984, I think, here at a Fred Hall show. He looks as good now as he looked in 1984. Hey, Mr. Donnie Ivino. Don, welcome to Ron Real Radio. Thank you, bud. I've always enjoyed talking with you. You're a great guy. You guys got a, got a great radio show. And I'm just glad I, you, you gave me an opportunity to say something to the, to the fishermen out there. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of my business is really going well this year. Uh, Tackle Warehouse has just been phenomenal for me. I'm uh, doing a lot of work for Lawrence now all over the country, uh, talking about the new Gen 3 with the 3D scan, uh, doing a lot of... Uh, uh, seminars for finesse fishing all over the country, and uh, my my new line of uh, crank plugs will be coming out uh, in April. I took the w- the wiggle wart and copied it, and I'm going to put it on the market late April because one day I was looking at eBay and what the people are paying for those wiggle warts on eBay. I knew there was a market there, and I used to work for Storm, so I knew how to get them made. And the other thing, my new rods on the market, my new, I, I came out with a new series of Don Ivino custom rods. They're good for finesse fishing. They're good for cranking topwater. Uh, they turned out to be very successful for me. So things are going really well. I got a girlfriend uh, up in Northern California. And, and so, you know, I'm trying to live my life. Uh, I'm getting a little older, but uh, I don't feel that way. I feel good, and I'm taking care of myself. I've lost about 50 pounds, and um, I want to live my life as long as it, I can. And life is short, so if you don't make hay while the sun shines, it's your problem. Well, I know you've stepped a little bit away from competitive fishing, but that doesn't mean that you're not fishing. Tell us about some of the things you're fishing. I right still now. fish a few team tournaments. Uh, I do a lot of on-the-water electronics uh, teaching, and when we do that, we fish also. You know, I don't get away from fishing. I just don't fish the big tournaments anymore. Well, that sends you all over the country. There isn't a show that I hear advertising that they don't have not only Lawrence products, but they've got Donnie Ivino there showing people how to run their their yeah. electronics. Yeah, I just got back from Rhode Island. Yeah, I did a show there. Cold when I, with the, those people in Massachusetts up there. Rhode Island is just a little little city, a little uh, state surrounded by Massachusetts. A lot of smallmouth up there and great people. Uh, go to Texas. I've, I've been just about everywhere. Well, you know, 
You were mentioning that you had a lot of great products at Tackle Warehouse. Some of the products that you've introduced and you're featuring there, just quickly tell us about them. Well, I have I have my jigs there. I have uh, also new tech jigs that we're, we're tying hand tying with living rubber. That's really been going well. I have my rods there. Uh, I have my whole line of uh, top water splashes, which has been very, you know, I've had always them good. for years. They're, they're always good, and they, they keep selling. And then I have my line of worms, and we just keep adi- adding and adding and adding and adding. The other day, I got the biggest order I've ever got from Tackle Warehouse for plastic, $9,800. Hey, congratulations. You know, and last week, we had Edwin Evers, the winner of the 2016 Bassmaster Classic. And he attributed to his, his win to his fishing on his last day where a friend of his had made him some jigs but used the living rubber as compared to some of the material that's available today. Because you can't get living rubber like you used to be able to get it 15, 20 years ago. No, you can't. Uh, my, my guy still gets it from... Uh, the, there's one guy still selling living rubber, uh, but not many people are, are, are still tying jigs with living rubber. But all my jigs are living rubber. Well, it's a lot harder to tie. Because- yeah, a lot harder. He ties it with wire, not string. Right. And uh, we keep selling them. And when we, when we took on a new tech line, a new tech jig, and we start hand tie it with living rubber, and they really took off. And these are like $6 a piece jigs. Right. Now, tell us about your new rods that you have with uh, Majorcraft, because we've got them at Angler's Arsenal. Really super fine rods. What I did is I, I took the old doodle rod and made it 6'9". And kept that tip. It took me a long time to get that tip from a, an, onto a 6.9 rod because you can't sell 5.6 rods anymore. Yeah. And I wanted to make a strong butt end so we could cr- throw my topwater splash it with it, crank those noodle wiggle warts, and fish all, ty- all styles of finesse fishing. And we're selling them uh, for $120, and at the show I'm selling them for 100 All right. And let's get, you know, you've, it seemed like forever you've represented Lawrence. You know the units inside and out. Can you give us some of the typical questions or problems that the fishermen are running into right now when it when it comes to bringing on a new unit? What happens is, first of all, they don't clean their screens like they should. After you're fishing for the day, clean the screen. Because if you don't, you're just going to mess it up. How's the best way to do that? Uh, use 50% isopropyl, isopropyl alcohol and 50% distilled water. Put it in a bottle, a spray bottle, and spray your screen with it. And use a small, uh, use a real soft chase cloth or they or Lawrence sends you a cloth when, with each unit uh, or either that or you can use regular window cleaner but do not use ammonia make sure it don't have ammonia in it you know and you, what's getting on the screen guys with uh, stuff they're picking up on their fingers when they're doing yeah, touch. especially the touch screens yeah and a lot of guys with the touch screens they keep touching things they shouldn't be touching so I, I'm I, when you set those units properly you're going to get the most out of them. And I, I, I hardly ever see a unit that somebody is having trouble with that is set properly. They mess them up, and uh, so I tried, I reset them, and I made a cheat sheet to show them how to reset the units. And that's the most important problem. Uh, the units are never set properly. Uh, and I, I imagine that could be a big problem, guys. Oh, yeah, and they wonder why they can't see it. nothing. Yeah, and, and they wonder why they can't see it or anything else. Why they else can't like see that. it. You know, a lot of fishermen are like me. They just get to the point where it just works and go, okay, that's good enough. And, you know, they're paying all this money for the unit and not being able to really take advantage of the benefits. Yeah, I get it called every day. <laughs> Tell me, what's what's the biggest innovation that you've seen in the past couple of years in these electronic units? I think a lot of it's more pixels where you get a better picture. Uh, 
adding of the structure scan, which was really a great uh, addition. Uh, we're trying to make them a little too complicated for fishermen, but the structure scan, the more pixels, the better picture, the touch screen, those have been the new innovations that the fishermen really need. But we've had many more than that, but that's, that's been the now, best. Donnie, you've been making plastics forever. What brand name are you selling your plastics under? Iovino Plastics. Iovino Plastics. And a lot of people just don't realize that a lot of the colors that we take for granted right now, rhythm and blues, green weenie, the, a lot of these colors are colors that you innovated way back when. With Jim Smith in yeah. 1981. Isn't that crazy? You know, if you had to go out with just one or two colors nowadays, let's say you're drop shot fishing, what, what's, what type of color would you go out with? I would go out with honeycomb, and the other, the other worm I would go out with is, is purple. Right. And what's separating the plastics that you're making right now? I know you've been making plastics for a long time. Have they been much improved, or are the colors improved, or the shapes, or how, how has the plastics evolved? I, I say keep the shapes pretty pretty common uh what i've done is changed a lot of colors i got a new color called phantom purple i just keep trying to coming up with new colors she's so good at making things the way i want and we grade all our worms with salt and that makes a big difference and i try to keep things on a status quo but i always like to make better colors right you know donnie you are one of the most accessible people when it comes to the status of the elite pro, and I still put you in the status of elite pro because you've been there with the state power for a long time. But you are the most accessible guy that I know. I mean, people can call you up and you answer the phone and say hello and talk to them. It was really funny. Is I'll call some of my customers because there's a problem with the order or something, and they can't believe that I'm they're talking to me. <laughs> I know different than anybody else, but that, you're right. They just can't believe it's me. Now, if someone's been living under a rock for a little while, you may happen to mention the top water loader called the Splash It. And I know we've talked about this before, but we've got a lot of listeners that haven't heard it. Tell us about the development of that lure because it's really fascinating. Well, it started out called the Michael. Right. I was doing a lot of business in Japan at the time. I'd done trips over there teaching. And then from the Michael, they went and changed it. Uh, got Ricky Clun involved. The company changed it to Ricos. So uh, the company uh, was the guy that designed it. His name was Junior Nada. He 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 went to, with Japan. You can't change uh, vendors. They're they're right. so they're really tight with where you go. So he changed vendors, and we made about ten thousand. He made about ten thousand splashes. They weren't very good colors, but. The company didn't want to buy them, so June was stuck with ten thousand of them. So he sold them to me for a dollar a piece. So yeah, along comes Pappy Don, sees an opportunity, yeah. and jumps yeah. on and it. You can buy Ricos for a buck a piece. So I took the Ricos, painted the back off, and called them Splashes. And what you know, there are poppers on the market and everything, and we've used them for a long time. What takes the what makes the splash it just a little more unique than you know the uh, the four or five dollar top order that you can get at Walmart? The reason that it's a little different is because of the way the lips are ground and the quality of the bait on the lip and the rattles that I put in there and my colors. Wow, colors are very important. And I came up with uh, I have exactly twenty colors, twenty one colors, and I've tried to keep those colors basically Americanized and. Uh, what happened after I sold all those, uh, I sold most of the Turners, 
at a good price. <laughs> so then I designed my the splash it. I changed it. I took and uh, had June change the splat the, the Rico to the way I wanted with American colors. And then I sold all the money I made on that. I put into the molds to redo it and the colors. All and right. That's how it's, and then I cut the price in half. Yeah, the price is very reasonable because compared to some of the other top waters you're seeing up there, it's half. For the Rico, it's half price of a Rico. Yeah, and it, 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 it works as well, if not better. I won't say it works better or as well, but it's, it's just as good. Just, <laughs> I have never heard you be modest like that, Donnie. <laughs> Very well. You're getting to be a statesman in your older age, well, too. You, I've learned, well, i got a 46-year-old girlfriend, so I'm trying to... <laughs> Who's the cougar in this operation here? Yeah, Congratulations. I'm the uh, well, I just can't believe, uh, you know, you're looking great. I can't believe that, you know, you're not competitively fishing anymore. But that had to be a hard decision. When I say competitive, I mean getting in the big tournament. Well, when my wife died, there's not, I, I had to cut back and could run my business. Because she used to help me when I was out guiding and going to Mexico and all that stuff. Uh, made a lot of money in Mexico, but I'm happy. You know, I got a girlfriend now, and uh, and the business is doing well. You're selling business, a lot of bigger products. than it's ever been. If people want to see the variety of products that you have, the colors and everything, go to like Tackle that. Warehouse. Okay, is there anything that they can go to online for Don Ivino to see maybe splash it or anything like uh, that? It, it, they could call me, but the best thing is to go to Tackle Warehouse and just check it all. Tackle Warehouse. They have all my stuff. They have the graphics and everything, everything. like that. Show it really well. Yeah, really well. All right, Donnie Avino, uh, 2016, what's in store for you down uh, the road here? Well, whatever God has in store for me, uh, I hope God still takes care of me and, and keeps me healthy because without your health, you got nothing. So it's up to the good Lord, and I'm going to do the best to stay alive. Well, the shows that I've seen you at just sitting there giving the demonstrations on the hog troughs like you have, you just bring in tremendous crowds. It, it's got to be very satisfying to you that, not only the older guys like me, but even the younger fishermen now know Donnie mm-hmm. Ivino and respect what you say. And, and, and that's what I tell them. When I tell you something, you go to the bank with it. I'm not going to sit and give you a bunch of baloney. And, uh, and, and when they, if they go out and do what I tell them, they're going to catch fish. It's amazing, you know, being in the industry for a long time myself, that you give someone the right advice, they go out and catch fish when they weren't catching fish or you improve their technique. What a tremendous ally. And they come by and tell me all the time. It really works. I says, I told you it works. Pretty satisfying, Donnie. Donnie Ivino, thanks a lot for being with us. Much success to you. And we we look forward to keeping in touch with you as 2016 goes along to see what new things you're coming up with. Thanks, buddy. And and thanks for selling me that reel at a good price. (laughs) You know, you know, i got to tell you something quickly. The guy had to buy my new rod, but he had to buy the reel, too, because it was a Hall of Famer reel. Is it, and so I had to sell it. Did you autograph it or anything for yeah, it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then my good friend sold me a reel at a good price. Uh, come Thank by you. and see Donny Ivino anytime. He's got a really great shirt that he can give you at a fantastic price. <laughs> <Yeah>. Off <laughs> my back. Thank you, Donny. We'll Thank see you. you later on. Bye. Hey, welcome back, and I've just run into Jose Sanchez from Cedros Outdoor Adventures, and boy, I've had a chance to go there, and I've got to say, it is the ultimate experience when you're going to Cedros Island. Jose, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me. It's, it's a pleasure to be able to talk to on well, the radio with you. You know, it is great seeing you there. You know, tell us a little bit about Cedros Outdoor Adventures. First of all, 
the accommodations, what you've done in creating the Baja Magic Lodge there for your customers is just incredible. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, yeah, we, we uh, two, two and a half years ago, three seasons ago, we have uh, the idea to build this place that is no match anywhere within hundreds of miles. We have eight very nice rooms, giant rooms with uh, big windows to the ocean. All of them are really comfortable, brand new beds, everything top-notch for all the clients who visit us on the island. Uh, we call it Baja Magic for now. Probably that, that's a name that will stay. And anybody who visits the island will be able to see it because it's the first structure in the town when you go into, into the island. Well, I like with the amenities I like about it too. Also, when it comes time to dine, whether it's in the morning or in the evening, it's all outside dining and you're on the top of the cliff and you've got such a great view of Natividad and Guerra Negro. It is it is just really relaxing and beautiful. Yeah, the the magnificent thing about this island is that the weather is just perfect. It's never too hot. It's never too cold. And with the setting that we have right in front of the cliff, that you said, uh, the the breeze cools off everything. The um, of course the view is just magnificent. We can see all the even the uh, the fishing grounds, and we can see the birds. We can see all the the fish working in the water, uh, and in general, it's a perfect location. Our kitchen is very nice. Uh, the professional ladies who who work there are also really nice. Uh, in general, all of our crew who is local on the island, they are just great people. And one of the things I've also liked, I, detached from the lodge going on oh a couple hundred yards from the kitchen again overlooking the ocean and the islands and everything like that you put a little place where people can get away if they want to take their favorite beverage or maybe have a smoke where they can just sit back and relax and just take the whole panorama and what do you what do you call that area well we call it la palapa okay it's not really a palapa it's just a resting place but in in our plans is to continue in that direction toward the beach and maybe start building like a hot tub or something for the water even more private more relaxed uh, a few more meters from from our from the activities of the lodge but it's also uh, it's a plan that is going to work out this year hopefully people like it and start bringing their families their wives that'll be one more attraction to visit us on the island you know what I liked about going with Cedro Sator Adventures is all I had to do was to get to the secured parking lot in San Ysidro. Mm-hmm. And after that, everything else was turnkey from picking us up, taking us to Ensenada, where we waited for an airplane to shuttle us from Ensenada to Cedros Island, meeting us at Cedros Island. You were there, taking us to the lodge, getting our gear together. And we can get there normally early enough where we still get in a half day of fishing on the first day. Yeah, you know, um, we're not only offering packages all included, but we offer convenience for you not to worry about schedules or plans or trying to figure out what to do in a foreign country, of course. But also the the guarantee. We have these many years doing uh, this kind of tours. And with that comes all the... Uh, of course, there's always issues, right? But we have 
plans for plan A, plan B, plan C to make sure that if you're holiday, you don't have to worry about all what's going on in the background. We have to take care of everything and you just enjoy your fishing time and your vacation. So guarantee is the first thing that comes to mind when you come with us. Well, what I find out is amazing there is that you're doing all these improvements to really upgrade the Baja Magic Lodge. It isn't like you can go into town and go to the Home Depot and pick up something or whatever it is. If, if you need something, it's got to come from a long way away, and you got to plan ahead of time, as you say. Yeah, of course. The logistics of running a place like this with that many people uh, demanding quality in the service and, and quality in the, in the fishing, of course, uh, it's, it's a challenge. We are three, 400 miles away from the next uh, Home Depot, right, yeah. or, or Walmart. <laughs> so everything needs to be flown. Uh, we take several trips before the season with food, with uh, materials, everything to be ready for the season. And that's a big challenge. Uh, and I guess nobody has done it better than us. You know, uh, one of the things I like what you've done too, obviously in getting to the island from Ensenada when you're uh, ferried over by plane, you have made accommodations with those people that your customers can bring more weight over and you pick up the tab, not the customer. Yeah, uh, the airline, of course, the airline is a business that we use and they have their requirements and as part of the service that we provide, uh, we pay the extra weight that people bring. For instance, the airline bring allows 30 pounds free of charge. We increase that to 50. So we pay that tab already uh, within the package. So already a big benefit. Yeah. Now tell us, when the customers get there, tell us a little bit about the fishing and tell us about the guides and the boats that are used to go out on. Well, the boats are uh, 25 feet long or more. They all have live whales. They all have local skippers, fishermen themselves. Um, they all have fish holes. We provide the ice. Uh, all the fishing experience have to be, as I say, top-notch for you. When you spend all that money on, on your short vacations to do this, we have to make sure that your fishing time is as, as much as possible. And, um, well, we try to keep everything running as smooth as possible. Well, you know, when I went there, you know, I manufacture a fishing lure, so I used all artificial. And for a lot of people that go there, you can, because you can fish irons for yellowtail and tuna and plastics for calico bass. But it's also a great resource of natural bait there where the fishermen can go make their own bait and they can fish live bait. Yeah, when you go fishing, uh, you have the option to, to use any, any lure you want or you, we can just grab a few uh, mackerels right there off the dock. It's not uh, actually it's a preference. That it's an option that you have. You can fish with any of the plastics that you bring, with any of the jigs that you bring, or live bait, and we can tell you how... And actually, there's a section in the website that explains how to do that All when right. you're fishing at the island. Now, tell me what your season is and what type of fishing is most prominent during different seasons that you're fishing there at Cedros Outdoor Adventures. Well, Cedros is famous for the yellowtail. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's big and really abundant. So, for yellowtail, we recommend any time between mid-June to the end of October. And I'm talking about a lot of yellowtail, not only not only a few, but you will get happy with the amount of yellowtail that you get. For calicos, you can go any time of the year pretty much. Oh, that's great. Some areas when they're more hungry, 
I believe. But uh, pretty much anywhere you, where you see some structure or eelgrass, uh, I mean kelp, you will find a lot of fish. For other species such as uh, white sea bass, uh, you can you can search for them. Usually, fishermen will tell you where they are. But also, when you find that they're catching white sea bass here in San Diego, you can find it on the island for sure. The difference is that on the island we have five or six boats fishing, right? Yes. While here in San Diego you have thousands of sure. boats fishing. So that's a good index of, of uh, you. If that's what you're looking for, that's a good idea to listen. Well, even when we went there, the group that we were with, they still caught halibut. They caught sheep's head. There was mm-hmm. even a yellowfin tuna caught. When I went there, just in one day, myself mm-hmm. and my partner, we had a chance to get to the west side of the island. We had 172 calico bass in one day. And on that same trip, and you've got a picture somewhere. I've got to get it from you. I accidentally caught a 54-pound yellowtail that we brought in. And there's a picture somewhere of me by that yellowtail. It was the biggest yellowtail I've ever caught. And I caught that I caught that just trying to catch calico bass. <laughs> it's a tremendous fishery, Jose. Yeah, it happens. Uh, the, the yellowtail is... It's all over the place, and also uh, sometimes you try to get something and you get something much different and unexpected. There's all the species that El Nino brought. Uh, now that, for instance, we have a uh, occurrence of uh, some wahoo, more uh, yellowfin tuna, and uh, other species that we never saw before at the island. So, right. uh, with El Nino gone, hopefully things will go back to normal. But uh, those dorado is welcome too. Oh. We have a, a lot of dorado actually, more than we expected. Uh, but uh, yeah, conditions on the island are so productive that uh, you will have a blast fishing whatever species you're looking for. You know, and I was thrilled with the history of the island when uh, you and uh, Melanie uh, related to us that that island has been habitated for maybe 12 to. 15,000 years, and the real key to human habitation there has been that there's an artesian well on the island, and I don't think there's any offshore island uh, on the peninsula of Baja where they have artesian fresh water. Yeah, the island has been occupied for, as you say, for more than 12,000 years. There's a lot of uh, archaeological places, and uh, it's very interesting. It's very, very interesting, the whole history of the island. And, of course, the reason for the island to be inhabited for that long is because it has water. Right. And there's a lot of water on the island. The, the difference is that the infrastructure to, to exploit it is not there. It's expensive to do that. You have to dig a lot. But in the meantime, the whole town is supplied with, uh, with a local um, well that is on top of the highest mountain of the island, which is also very strange. But it happens, right? Uh, we're very happy. And now the government is building a brand new desalination plant to supply more water to oh, the whole town. All right. Well, now, if our listeners, any of them want to become part of the current history of Cedrus Islands and go out with Cedrus Outdoor Adventures, how's the best way to contact you or to see the facilities that you have so that people can go, man, this is the way I want to go because it's first class all the way. Yeah, uh, we always invite people to compare everything with the other companies on the island. Our webpage uh, where you can see all the photos and descriptions and a lot of more information is www.cedrosoutdooradventures.com or you can call our phone number which is 
793-5419. And uh, our manager, reservation manager, will be happy to answer any of your questions. Should I give the number again? Sure, okay. do it. 619-793-5419. Or listen to the commercial on Ron Real Radio. And Jose Sanchez, thank you for being with us, owner-operator of Cedros Outdoor Adventures. If you've got to go to Cedros Out- Island, going with Cedros Outdoor is the way to go because you take care of me from the minute you pick me up in San Ysidro to the minute you drop us off. Thanks a lot for running a great operation. Thank you much. I hope to see you there. All right. Thank you, Jose. Thank you. Hey, we'll be back after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the Anglin community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief now that the season is upon us. It's here and it's time to go on the Chief. For those that are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity. We have twin six-ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. Hi, my name is Dennis Green, and I always love to talk about fishing. 
When I want the real information, I go to Rod and Real Radio. Those guys are who I thought they were. Wendy and I are cruising around the Fred Hall Show, and we're running into a lot of friends. And Wendy, good friend of ours, and actually someone that a lot of people read what she's done. They ask her questions. They've never met her, though, so why don't you introduce her to Arden? One of my favorite people with the Department of Fish and Wildlife is Carrie Wilson, and you can always find her column in Western Outdoor News, but also... She, you're also doing question and answer uh, for the department too, right? Right. Yep. So welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Carrie, tell us a little bit about your background with uh, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Oh my goodness, I have a I have a long background. Um, I started I started my career riding commercial boats and and sport fishing boats. I did that for about four years. Then I moved up to uh, Trinity County. I worked on salmon and steelhead for about four years. Then I moved to Monterey and I worked back in sport fishing again. And uh, I did that probably about the same, I don't know, three, four years. I moved to Sacramento for a while to work in headquarters. Now I'm back in Monterey. I've been there for quite a while. And uh, I work on a, on a lot of things. You know, the, I do the question and answer column. Um, uh, I also run the fishing passport program, which which Wendy may not have told you, but she's one of our fishing ambassadors. Official, is she? Is she now? Official fishing ambassadors, because we thought that she was a great example of a person who's out there, and she and and she is is positively influencing and and encouraging more more people, especially women, to get into the sport. Yeah, and you know. It, it was an honor. Um, Shauna Barton and I and Marlon Mead at the same time uh, received our fishing passport awards. It was, it was great. And our director came all the way down here to present it to Well, Wendy, I can see why you and Carrie have been friends for such a long time because you are two ladies that have a passion for the outdoors, and this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, not only a passion for the outdoors, but on her Facebook page, I noticed that she is now an NRA instructor. That's right. I'm, I'm an instructor. I teach um, pistol, rifle, shotgun, and I'm also a range safety um, officer. Well, a lot of people know you from the question and answer column that you do in Western Outdoor News, which is fantastic. How did that evolve? How did you get involved with that? That's a great question. It started um, It started in 2000, actually. And at that point, that's when when we, you know, I kept, I kept getting a lot of questions. They were repetitive. I kept, uh, you know, saying the same things back to people. I thought, there's got to be a better way to reach a larger audience in this, so I don't have to keep doing this. And so I approached Bill Carr, who is the Northern California editor of West Outdoor News, and I said, Bill, what do you think about maybe like an FAQ column each week? You know, I keep getting all these things. I'm sure all your readers are asking, too. Um, what do you think about a column? He goes, well, I don't know. We could run it by Pat McDonald and see what he thinks. And uh, so I, so first I wanted to do just marine fishing because that's where I was comfortable. And uh, Pat said, well, we'll try it, but you need to do hunting too. And I thought, oh, goodness, I'm, I'm not a hunter. But that's kind of how things evolved, you know. And so so this is my 16th year doing these. I, I guess I have to ask you. You've answered thousands and thousands of questions, and most of them seem to be pretty everyday and mundane. But has there been a question that has stuck in your mind you've been asked that you go, holy Christopher, where did he come up with this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one that comes to mind. Can we talk about this on the air? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's one that comes to mind. Uh, I was actually just talking to a game warden outside about it because he had seen it. 
I wouldn't have believed it if this game warden hadn't seen it. Um, this person wrote into me and said that they had seen this something occur and wanted to know if it was legal. This person um, had gone out and and uh, they caught some sort of a, of a surf perch, and they would take the fish, hold it up, and like drink it like a jug, and 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 drink all of these little baby Babies. fish. And they wanted to know if that was legal, and if so, you know, was there a size limit? <laughs> yeah, size limit, over limit, all that stuff. And I just thought, oh, Lord, I, I never wait, would have ever... Wait a minute, this was like a caviar infusion, except the caviar had gone full term, and now it was turned into... Well, protein on fins. Perch are live bearers. Yeah. So they're baby little perch that the guys. Exactly. That, that's, <laughs> that, that makes it even more icky because these are all live, live babies that he's he's just downing, downing. Yeah. Well, and our game warden saw it happening, so now, I know it was. True. So do we have to come up with a new regulation on how many perch a person could suck up at one time before <laughs> they got their limit? Yep. I mean. Anybody's welcome to take that to the Fishing Game Commission you know, and see what they get. But. Well, the deal was, is it wouldn't injure the fish. They'd probably release the fish alive. Well, Maybe so, or yeah. there's a potential there. Yeah. I, I guess we're not... Re- I guess I, I forgot all about the mother. I just kept thinking about all those little babies. <laughs> that is great. Now, your column can be found regularly in Western, Western Outdoor, Outdoor News. News. How do people get a hold of you to answer a question? They can uh, send an email to me. They can send it to caloutdoors at wildlife.ca.gov. So, C-A-L... Outdoors at wildlife.ca.gov. And the type of questions that you'll handle in the column? Uh, they're usually, you know, fishing fishing and hunting type things. Um, those, those are what I, I prefer to answer. And, uh, you know, I get an awful lot of them, I, so I do the best I can. A lot, I, I'm not able to get to, but I try. I really try. Now, I know this has probably never happened, but I have to ask the question. Have you ever given out advice and then... Uh, Afterwards, someone comes up and they go, uh, Carrie, you may want to revisit the subject. Oh, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say more times than, than not. But, you know, one thing that I do is I try to I try to make sure. If it's something that I don't know for sure. I go to the subject matter expert. I make sure through them that what I'm saying is correct. Um, oftentimes, more times than not, the questions are of a law enforcement nature. So those I always run through our law enforcement department, make sure that the attorney is the last one to look at it because it, it's a, it could be a great liability. If, I, if I'm saying that something is legal for someone to do, I put it into print and it's on the website and, and I'm wrong, then someone can take that to court right. and beat a ticket. And, and that's one thing that, that we have to watch out for because oftentimes... These questions, you can kind of tell that someone has probably gotten pinched for something. They, they were doing something okay, wrong, they sure. got caught, and they so they're trying to like present it and say, well, what do you think about, because they're kind of fishing for the answer that they want that will help exonerate them from whatever they're they're being um, cited for. Now, sometimes though, people get in contact with you, they may bring a point of view, or the question might be about something that you take on back to the powers to be, and you go, you know, we've never looked at it this way, or this is kind of different thinking. Maybe this is something we should be considering down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've had we've had many times like that, and we thought, you know what, that's a good point, you know, or, or we've found regulations that are 
that are kind of odd and crazy and they're they're outdated. In fact, like you guys might remember a few months ago, I did this one on uh, lobsters and how when you're hoop netting with lobsters from a boat, you're not supposed to. It's against it's against you know letter of the law to bring those onto the deck, and and. I just did it because it was the letter of the law. Well, people went crazy over that because because it's not safe. It's, right. You know, they have to be leaning over and you right. can't take them out. So they've taken it to the Fish and Game Commission. The Fish and Game Commission has a, has approved a regulation change. So, Well, you know, it's amazing because whether you're talking about lobsters or any other species, those there's so many different nuances. I mean, it's hard in the regulation to put every single thing and sometimes there's some gray area yeah. so it's good that someone has a place to go to, to, to try and get an informed answer because you know, you just can't call up the fish and game and by the time you get through the, the gambit of different departments and questions and everything else like that it you know you're accessible you know since we're on lobster I have a question for you that somebody has asked me so if somebody gets cited for a short lobster, mm-hmm. do you guys keep that lobster for evidence or do you throw it back in the water? Throw it back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, we always throw it back if it's, if it's alive. And uh, they probably wouldn't keep them unless there was like a, it was like a big over limit to where they thought that someone might be taking them to commercialize them. But okay. for the most part, they, I mean, if, it, if anything that's alive that they see, it will be thrown back. Because um, they want they want everything to live. Well, okay. well, Carrie, Wendy, and I really want to thank you for taking time to be oh, with us. Happy to meet if, you. If people want to contact you, if they've got a question, uh-huh. how they how can they gain access to you? Yeah, um, if, if they could uh, just send an email to me, I'm at, I'm at um, caloutdoors at wildlife.ca.gov. I'll do the best I can to answer and and ask them ask them too to make a little note right at the very beginning that they heard me on the radio here and I will make sure to, to answer their questions. And question. in a given month, how many questions are you actually uh, getting? Oh my goodness. I've, a lot of times, I mean, it, sometimes it's as many as like, you know, 80 to 100 a week. Oh so, my wow. gosh, wow. So, you know, I, you know, some of them are... You know, I, I just look at them and I go, look it up. You know, I, I don't, I don't, you know. Right, right. But other ones, I mean, if, if I feel like someone is, is really asking and it is something difficult for them to, to find, then I'm going to do my best to, to go and try to find it. But if it's something where, where I feel like they're just being lazy and, you know, then, right. then I, I'm not as likely to put the effort into it. So um, will you be at the Fred Hall Del Mar show and can Absolutely. people come up there and ask yeah. you questions? I would love it if they would. Okay. Yes. And, and again, if you didn't get that email... Just pick up a copy of Western Outdoor News, and I think right in there, there's all the information on how to contact you, and right. and just keep keep track of uh, uh, the way you answer the questions, and maybe your questions already been answered. Right, right, and and like I say, especially if they will tell me that they that they they heard us talking about it here, I will make sure that I answer it for them. All right. Carrie Wilson with the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Thank you very much. It's great to see that there is someone we can talk to that's accessible to some of the questions and problems that we run into. Thank you very much for providing that service. I appreciate it. Thank you, Carrie. All right. All right, Wendy and I, we're uh, cruising around the Fred Hall Show. There's more to come after these messages. 
Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. My angler aged to earth. Like the mighty flounder, I will keep one eye on the pole and the other watching for rogue waves. I'll save water by taking shorter showers and enthusiastically celebrate talk like a pirate day. Aye. I will chat up the locals before launching in unfamiliar waters. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Well, Wendy, we've been traveling around the Fred Hall Show, and we've been meeting uh, uh, new friends over here, and you asked to... Let's go over and meet the guys from the Alaskan RV Butler. And so why don't you introduce them to our audience? All right. Well, we've got Mike, Grummet, and Wes from the RV Butler. And they actually came to my fishing club, uh, Harbor Rod and Reel Club, and they gave us a seminar. But not only did they give us a seminar, they actually cooked food for us and gave us a sample of what we would experience when we're on one of their trips. Well, yeah, just tell us what... What is behind the Alaskan RV Butler? Tell us a little bit about it. I've been traveling for 11 years recreationally, taking friends and family, always renting an RV because of the flexibility to be able to move and adjust to the trip based on the river closures, bad weather, always mobile, able to do and have fun day and night. And a year ago, I just decided to give up my career in insurance, too much stress, and only do what I love. So I love to cook, I love to travel, I love Alaska, I love to fish. And I put all of my talents and passions together, and I created the Alaskan RV Butler. Okay, and what's the purpose of it? I mean, uh, is this for people that like to go caravanning uh, all around Alaska or Canada or both or what? It's a great question. I have two basic types of services. Number one, completely over-the-top, custom, everything, private tours for two to four people. Okay? The second thing is I have two caravans this year, one in June and one in August. The caravans take no more than 20 people. They include guided fishing with Wes every single day, one charter out in the ocean, airfare, a 24-foot motorhome, the camping fees, everything 
3150 bucks. Wow. Eight days, seven nights. Let's bring Wes into this. Wes, uh, the Alaskan RV butler, uh, you're not here just because of your good looks. Tell us, <laughs> how do you fit into the program here? Well, Wes is a fishing god. So when Mike, Mike's been my client for nine years up there. Mike has done everything. Mike approached me about coming out, helping him out. Because Mike is just like me. Everything is customer orientated. You know, bottom line is, it's a great trip. I highly recommend it. Nobody else is doing it. Mike's done it all up there. Plus, like I said, you get to fish with me. What more could you ask for? Yeah, now how do you two work together? I, I take care of the fishing. Everything else, Mike takes care of. All right. On the private tours... I am the planner before you go on the trip, so I know what you want to do. I tell you what side trips are cost, and I get discounts from virtually all of my people. Fishermen will save 430 a day using me and Wes and my ocean charters out of Seward. I charge 500 for a day. It's like getting me for nothing. Okay? It's unbelievable. So tell us how people approach your service from square one now. I recommend that we have a one-on-one, either in person if they live around Orange County or L.A. I come out with my laptop with all my pictures, put them on a big screen for them, and we say, what do you want to do? Well, I don't know what there is to do. Well, let me give you some things. We can go to Potter Marsh and see birds and maybe moose and bear. We can go to Turn Lake. We can go to Moose Pass and fly out with Scenic Mountain Air for $99 and see two glaciers. Does that interest you? So if they don't know what they want to do, I'll give them an entire buffet of what they can they say yes. I give them the cost. Tell them how many days. Fish. And, yeah, fish. <laughs> fish. 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 That's just, a, see, he does all the just, fishing. Just in case you didn't recognize his voice, that was Wes <laughs> chiming in here. Okay. And so the idea is that my private charters are 100% custom, but why come to Alaska and not fish? It's the world's greatest fishery. It's unbelievable. So this is a, a, a great service for people that are going, yeah, Alaska, I hear about it, but... I don't know much about it. I don't know anybody there. Uh, I don't know the ropes or anything like that. So I can get a hold of Mike at uh, Alaska RV Butler, and he can lay out the whole trip for me, and I don't have to worry about it because everywhere where Mike goes, they're all friendly and friends. That's 100%. My first trip was a disaster. I went with two guys that were avid fishermen, no guiding. They didn't have any equipment for me. They wouldn't tell me what to do. The techniques in Alaska are completely different. So I said to myself, I am coming back on my own, driving my own RV, and I'm going to do everything I want. And, and I had this book uh-huh. called The Milepost, and I circled everything I wanted to see, and that's how I started it. So if I wanted to book a trip with you, and I didn't want to bring any of my rods and reels and lures, do you and, provide And that? hip boots, absolutely. Oh, and, and hip boots. And hip boots, oh. and bear spray, and hiking poles, the, and backpacks. The, the best thing about the RV butler is this. You come, any traveling you ever do... You never know. There's always that unknown. Mike, in 11 years, has done everything, and I mean everything. You know, he did the important things, and that was fishing (laughs) with me. But he's also fished and done all these hikes and all these other kayak kind of things. You know, I know you can hear the disgust in my voice. I know. (laughs) But bottom line is Mike knows who's customer service over there and who you need to go out with. He will save you frustration he will save you time he will save you energy he will i mean the savings alone in that and just to be pampered is worth its weight in gold and you know wes from the video and the and and um when they came over to give their seminar he's like us you want to fish he's there you want to fish in the middle of the night he's there he's amazing (laughs) all right hey mike 
you know, not a lot of people are going to get a chance to come to the show, and, and the show's about over by the time most people hear this broadcast. They want to find out more information, how to get in contact with you, see what you're into, to see, hey, is this really something I want to learn more about? How's the best way to do it? Uh, my website, the Alaskan rvbutler.com. Remember the word the in front, the Alaskan rvbutler.com. You also have two slideshows. I'll have more later on in the year. Uh, one about fishing and one about hiking. And it's just the Alaskan RV Butler under YouTube. You know, I guess the obvious question because of your name, does someone need an RV to take care, uh, to take advantage of your service? No, I have a rental company, ABC Motorhome in Alaska, that takes very good care of me. They give me about 60% off because I do a volume with them. And I pick them up in that motorhome. But if they have their own and they want to drive from Seattle, I have a daily fee of $500 on their chef, on their concierge. I do their laundry. I do everything. Other than June, July, and August, I do the rest of the country on private tours on other people's RV. Or if they come up to Seattle, can you take a ferry and go on up to Prince Rupert or start off at one of those spots? Sure. It's a little pricey, but it can be done. Oh, that's a good way to do it. I mean, that's the tour within the tour. West. What kind of fishing can you offer your customers? We have sockeye fishing, we have king salmon fishing, we have trout, we have dolly varden. If it swims in Alaska, we'll catch it. <laughs> you know. And the good news is, is uh, the RV Butler is going to be moving down south for all you uh, winter guys who uh, need to um, get away from the cold. We're going to go do that, swim with whale sharks. We'll even try to catch a whale shark. Mike, uh, what is really the season for this uh, to take advantage of your service? Uh, If you're a fisherman, I recommend about the 10th or 11th of June all the way up to the end of August and maybe a week or two into September, depending on the type of species you're looking for. Well, Wendy, that sounds like one heck of a deal and one heck of a service, especially if you don't know what to do and you want to hit some highlights and then obviously mike brings things to people's attention that they may have never thought about doing there right you know and and if if anybody out there you know wants to have him come speak at a seminar call him up contact him because he gives a great seminar and you can go ahead and see what they're all about and wait till you see him because he looks like the amish rv butler <laughs> the Armin, all right yeah. well i can see he's got some gray hair so he's been around the horn a couple of times Hey, Mike, yeah, one more time. How do we get in contact with you? You know, either your website, phone number, or whatever. Uh, Phone number also is 714-292-5777. That's my cell. You can call me any reasonable hour because I will be busy between now and the end of the Del Mar show as well. All right, sounds like good. Well, Mike and Wes, thanks a lot for being with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Yeah, and Wendy, thanks for bringing uh, these guys to our attention. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stan, Wendy, and I, we will be back next Sunday night at 5.05 p.m. for another live edition of Rod and Reel Radio right here on AM540 or at rodandreelradio.com. So on behalf of Jorge, our AM540 engineer, Ben Harvey, our local San Diego engineer, and always in memory of Big Tuna Bill and Eddie McEwen, who left us this resource that is Rod Real Radio. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to thank our sponsors for being with us. And we look forward to talking to all of you next Sunday night, again, starting at 5.05 p.m. So until then, get out there and get on the water. They are getting away. We're out for now. Good night. Oh.